0: hello drafting not for nothing fans it's a big show chris get excited that's right chris and chris are here for a draft preview the nba draft is tonight which means nick fans are already punching themselves in the dick uh probably started first thing this
1: morning chris how you doing i'm 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 well i'm excited for draft day are you fired up for draft day? who's going number one who's going number 22 oh.
0: i can't wait uh, let's predict it we should predict it because we're general managers of basketball teams uh I'm really frustrated before we get into well we'll get into NBA lines. We got a big show for you today. I should tease mm. a little bit. Uh, Chris has got all sorts of fun things he wants to talk about, including the well, NBA uh trades uh and and draft picks. Um but before we get into that, I had I had this is unrelated to any sports, but it's been bothering me for a couple of days. I wanted you're to off get your chest. Your, I want to get get your opinion on this is so stupid. This is like the most this is the <sighs> stupid rally. Is. Yeah. Okay. So you know this have you ever like been into a deli and you see those handicap fries have you ever seen them like spicy which ones are they're like spicy chips they're like they're called handicaps hot fries
1: okay I've I've Always I don't been. know if i I know these I've actually seen or don't really know these things. Okay, well that's <laughs> sort of sort of beside the point. Do you
0: know okay. Andy Cap? Did you ever read the comic? Like, do you? Are yeah, you a yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't. I don't. I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of stupid.
0: Andy Cap. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, it's clearly a play on handicap, which is offensive in and of itself. Yeah.
1: yeah. But he I, was kind of a Mr. Magoo kind of looking thing too, wasn't yeah, he? Like he had no.
0: Off? He had no eyes. Um, <laughs> but I, I was like. <laughs> So I, I just went into like an handicap tailspin this week um, <laughs> because I couldn't figure out why it wasn't funny at all. And I think it was abusive. I'm pretty sure he was a drunk. I just mm-hmm. could not understand this. handicap. like, uh, do, first of all, let me start here. <laughs> do, do funny pages make you laugh? Like, do, do you ever like... As a kid. They made you laugh? You la- Yeah, you, I think some of them. You were, which ones would make you laugh?
1: What? They never uh... make me laugh. Uh,
0: Hagger the horrible? That b- bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. What do you mean bullshit? Hagger the horrible never made. I love Hagger the horrible. No, you didn't.
1: Yeah, Wasn't man. Wasn't Hagger was, the yeah. same?
0: Wasn't Hagger like also drawn, drawn by the guy that did uh, BC, which was also not funny? <laughs> like all these comics were just there to like plug like Minicky Mufflers or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and Andy Cap's not uh, notwithstanding, like he also found a a sponsorship deal. Like I feel like every stupid sunday sunday comics are a thing that are supposed to make you laugh beetle bailey but don't i mean give me a fucking break beetle Bailey. <laughs> it's not that i wouldn't read them i'm not heartless like of course i would read them they're like the second thing i read in the newspaper and and don't get me wrong like family circus is so fucking weird that it definitely like it definitely made me laugh out of out of being like uncomfortable like when the dead grandpa like <laughs> makes an appearance do you know what i'm talking about no man I don't know. you don't remember Family
1: Circus I remember Family Circus I don't remember the
0: dead career. yeah the dead the grandpa was dead so he would just kind of like creep like he'd be like <laughs> and like little Billy or whatever would be like like doing something good but no one was around and grandpa would be like I that's a good boy like it was like he was always creeping you didn't know that no, I oh. uh, no. I was a kid. How the and then no Jeffy one. would run around, and you follow his little trails.
1: You'd be like, "Oh, look, he went through the dog, the doghouse, and into the neighbor's pool." And your your memory of all this stuff is the detail is inc- is incredible.
0: Well, I was pretty obsessed with the family circus. Anyway, let me get to the point. The point is this: the funny pages. Well, there's two points. One, funny pages are like clowns and Saturday Night Live. Like, they are things that are. Solely meant to make you laugh and never do. <laughs> unless, unless it's you in like 79 reading fucking Hagar the Horrible, um, which never made anyone laugh. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Clowns, clowns also, they total, like their whole job is to make you laugh. They never make my Mime, Mimes? Do mimes make you laugh? Are they supposed to? I think, yeah, I think they're supposed to be somewhat. Um... I thought they're just kind of supposed to be artistic. Oh, uh, maybe. Like I think they're supposed to bananas. get uh, a
1: laugh. It's sort of like, uh, ir- like an ironic kind of like a clowns
0: are a direct descendant from mimes, right? Like oh, they were sure. mimes, and then they were like, oh, we can actually have volume clowns are the American version because of mimes.
1: they're not fucking silent movies. <laughs> <laughs> like... Cl- clowns are the Americanized version of a mime.
0: Oh, like a mime's of French, like mousse mousse. Yeah,
1: right. Like it's yeah, like some sort of European. I think French. I always maybe because they always wear berets or something, so I was assuming they're French. But yeah, I think that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This it's, is a I, this is a perfect segue.
0: Clowns. So Cap, as it turns out, is British. Oh, as, it's like from the Daily Mirror. It was never. It makes sense. It's, 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 it's so much more sense. Like having learned that he's always got a pint. He's his wife's kind of gnarly. Like he. That's the hat. Like, it all makes more sense to me now. Like, yeah, Andy Cap yeah. was never intended for American audiences. I'm pretty sure there's even like rugby references. Like, I Uh-oh. I now, it makes more, way more sense to me. But here's the rub, and here's the sad part of Andy Cap. And this is why there should be an Andy Cap documentary. I did a little deep dive last night. Ooh,
1: now you have my attention.
0: So, Andy Cap was written by this guy. Don't worry about it. He was invented and written by this guy. And he got, he got a good run, he got to write Andy Kapp his whole life, like that, was all he had to do. was like write an yep. unfunny comic, yep. Yep. pretty good gig, right? Sure. But apparently, the deal with his he, the guy that made the I should look up his name, but I'm not going to give him that respect because no one really cares. But he uh, he apparently got lung cancer in the 70s. I I think is yeah in the 70s or 80s, maybe the 80s. Uh, the the author and illustrator, and so the, his newspaper was like, "All right, not here's true. the deal." you need to stockpile a year's worth of handicaps and you have to find a predecessor to take over the thing. Because I guess the m- way that it works in, in the UK is like the paper owns Andy Cap. Like He didn't get any royalties. Uh-huh. The paper sold handicap to handicap fries. So this poor bastard, he got a good ride. He got a good gig, but there's no, nothing in it for him. So his fuck you was that he, he did do a, a year's worth of comics. But he never trained anybody. So they were like, so they had this year to figure out how they could find somebody to like take over. And apparently it took like three people. Like that's how apparently deep, <laughs> deep, deep the, the strip is and also the fan base. Like they, would, they were afraid they would know the handicap wasn't being written by the same guy. So they like found it took three guys to replace one guy's wow. boring. Sense of monotonous humor. I found that <laughs> fascinating. I found that fascinating. <laughs> I know it sounds boring to me, but that's a documentary I would love to watch. I want to watch the in the Andy Cap story.
1: Yeah, I, I I could see that actually. I think I could get into that because that, you're right. It is a it, I it, that's sort of a testament to it's sort of a true. Um, I may I don't want to call the guy genius, but an artist kind of like a genius. Like he took you he know, tried to take Andy Cap with him right and three people had to do the job of one man who like create i mean that's that's impressive
0: yeah who knew it was that hard to write a stupid comment like as yeah, a, I mean, and the drawing part is impossible. like i I couldn't ever like repeat, draw anything. like that
1: just that to me, not important. with that consistency. It's an think. insane skill. Don't get
0: me wrong. Right? It's an insane like skill. the
1: guy would the, the, the character would always look a little different every every week. Oh, yeah, you would be or like, even from every frame to
0: frame or what if I did if my cartoon was like a stick figure, you would still not know which one. Like it was the most basic thing. It was a circle. we if my comic was a circle. <laughs> <laughs> to just talk to things. You would still be like he's. That's not a consistent circle. I don't know which circle this is.
1: My um, my I think we were in elementary school, and I I loved to draw as a kid. Okay. I and I, I like think cartoons I know where this and like all going. kinds of stuff. I was I was a pretty good drawer too.
0: Can I just predict what you're going to say? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Are you going to tell me that you learned how to draw Garfield?
1: No. Okay. Good. No. 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 I feel like everybody <laughs> learned how to draw Garfield. In no. No. But my friend and I, Stephen Shear, we like every day at school or something. We we came up with our own comic. Oh, kids book. are the best. That's great. Yeah, and it. Um. Unfortunately, it was his name was Wee One, I believe. Oh, nice. And he, like he an, kind of had like that kind of like American handicap um, kind of a look to him, or like We One. Kind of how look? do you spell that? It was we one. It was like W E E like slash O N E. I think it was like we one. Okay.
0: But like a little, like, little had like, no, like a little guy, he had Is like that,
1: no legs or something. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I think it was. I think it like we actually tried to take it to people, or like our I don't know if our teachers no, or someone else that like his his parents sort of knew someone. We we were gonna try to publish this thing. We wow. wanted to publish this little and you comic. Could, who drew it? Uh I think. I think I did, or we both did, for the most part. It was a pretty basic kind of concept, so like either of us could kind of really draw. I, this is fraught for problems. I'm glad this didn't get picked up. Because yeah, you guys, I, I think it turned out like issues. whoever we talked to, um, maybe his family, his parents had a friend who was a, a cartoonist or or a publisher or something maybe, and they were like, this might be a little too insensitive, and like, because um, he was like a handicapped kind of looking person or. A, <laughs> There was something to it. We were like, uh, it, like, I, we were crushed and devastated. Do
0: you have any Wee Ones? Can we find this Wee One? Maybe there might, there might be some. I oh, Chris, you uh, have to find a Wee One. Your mom saved it. Your mom had probably. To have I'll have
1: it. to go. I'll have to go double check. And um. And, oh uh, man,
0: you gotta find it. That is a great story. Also, yeah. also, I did. Yeah. I didn't realize like a lot of comics, like there's a writer and an illustrator, which seems yeah. baffling yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, for like actual like true comics like Spider Man, Batman, those yeah.
0: Oh of things. no, no, but like even like Sunday comics like there's a couple. Oh, even of, Sunday comics. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. that like require a a, a, a team. A duo. Uh, a a two, team. A duo. Uh, all right. Let's put a let's 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 put a I this we want story is like it, that finding we want is now uh, is now the we, most that, yeah. And I know I'm mispronouncing it. I can't say we won for some reason. We want. We, won. we, won. we won. I'm like making <laughs> him into Obi Wan. Uh, let's find we want. Find all right, him. all that, right. That's
1: the actually. There's a documentary. We Fine. can make a little documentary. I can even reconnect with Stefan.
0: Are you still friends with
1: Stefan? Uh, no, n- I mean not in um not in the literal sense. Um, can we get him on uh, the show? I, I ran into him years ago. Um, um, and then uh, he uh, and uh my ex my girlfriend at the time they uh, went to Vietnam together to like teach overseas, and then they fell in love, and I think they got married. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh. Shit. That
0: yeah, like, I mean, it's not. It's not. It's turn. not like I hate
1: the guy or anything. I mean, okay. You know? Yeah, it's no. What? There's no grudges in <laughs> well, real will there. That fucking he didn't doing, do the I'm fucking. I'm doing well in life, Chris.
0: That guy didn't do a fucking comic strip with him. This guy would have really fucked you over. Now,
1: now, now, if we were doing, we were in business together doing a comic strip, and then he stole my girlfriend from me, then we might be having a different story. I mean, yikes, dude. That yeah.
0: story.
1: Well, they fell in love. They fell in love there, so it wasn't like I don't give a shit. Okay, well. <laughs> there's more to the story there's more to the story we like her and i were 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 done with and broken up with and stuff, wait so,
0: nah, she, she, i'm not i'm not convinced in fact i think we have to have this stefan fella on the show we got to work through some things
1: <laughs> i think they still live over the, over there somewhere in asia we got, in asia yeah i think they moved i think i think after they. do you think
0: or do you know and you're saying you think because you don't want to admit you've been following her on facebook
1: Oh, I don't. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> Just I don't kidding. Know. Are you even? On you know days me. Days? I don't
1: look back, Chris. I move forward. You, oh, yeah, a, oh, you.
0: You are. A, you're a forward mover. You're. What's like? a, um, a, like I get, a fish? they were. Can't they were back backwards. in the states for
1: a while. I, uh, at one point, and 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 then I. I last time I heard about them, I think they moved back to. Uh, Sounds like more to, like he won, not we won.
0: Huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 All right, Chris. I didn't right. expect that handicap turn to to make me sad, yeah. but uh I you guess know what I, I haven't known.
1: even thought about we won um in a long time, it's, so you, you know what?
0: it's the point of Sunday comics they're there to make yeah. you feel a little bad about yourself um yeah let's move on let's uh okay chris uh, since it's since it's draft day since we've got n f l picks um I feel like we need a baseball story. Do you have anything good in the hopper well,
1: listen, yeah. I- all these all these years now doing the show and and we always bringing up like one bad baseball story you know just because they're they're always so stupid <laughs> yeah uh, and we is... enjoy talking about them but I finally have one good baseball story to share and this one's important does it this involve is big, Trevor does
0: involve Trevor Bauer winning the, the Cy Young
1: no but that's actually a great one too
0: that that to me is the, that that. That to me is the greatest thing that happened this year in all of sports.
1: Yeah. And then and then apparently he also called out uh, Chris Russo. Yeah.
0: The mad dog. Yeah. He shitted yeah. on the Yankees. Yeah. It's crazy. It better better. <laughs> I fucking love it. This guy can do no fucking wrong in my book. No way. Anyway, no wrong. what's your story? Trevor Bauer for president, by the way.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um uh so years ago. Like it was at least 12 years ago, somewhere at 15, maybe in that time, the Mariners were going through, you know, some, uh, with some changes in, in, um, in, uh, oh, like not ownership, but the, uh, the structure, like general managers and, and all that kind of stuff. And at one point they came up with a name that was on the list and her name was Kim Ng. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And she was, I'm she was a assistant, story. like assistant, uh, general manager for the Yankees and then for the Dodgers a long time. And started was, as an intern, started as an intern. And she had like a sort of a, everyone kept saying she had a bright future. She really knows her stuff for baseball, all these things. And she kept getting interviews like every year she'd get two or three interviews with teams and would never get a, a general manager job. And then like five years ago, I think she just was like, you know what, this isn't happening. So she took a, a, a job in the in the MLB office. And you kind of thought, all right, she was done. And, and at the time with the Mariners, like her, she was, I think she was at that point, like, uh, she was like one of the three finalists, I think they mentioned or something. Right. And you're like, ugh, she's not going to get it. You just know they're not going to give it to a woman.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, even though she probably is more qualified and I'll guarantee you to this day, like 90% of those interviews that she did, and especially that Mariners ones, she would have done a much better job than those douchebags. Yeah, that they whoever, hired, she, they,
0: whoever, whoever was hired over her is no longer working. I'm sure.
1: Uh, t- I think there's at least two of them that aren't yeah. and they were jokes and they, they actually ruined to help sort of ruin the franchise or, or put it farther in a hole. Uh, so God bless Derek Jeter, I guess. Yeah. I uh, never thought I'd say those words. Yeah. Uh, but, it, uh, I don't even, I mean, not even interviewed, but hired finally Kim to be the general manager of the Miami Marlins.
0: It's thrilling. It's, a, it's and
1: it's, Incredible! Like this is a long time coming, and I've been following her career for such a long time because I was intrigued by her because of her story. Like you said, she was an intern. She worked her way up. She paid her dues. Like all those, all those cliches you talk about in in sports, and whatnot. Uh, and then you know she kept getting passed over and passed over and passed over, and you just knew that with like the boys' club mentality and the old way of baseball, how things are done, and the white boys' that, mentality. Let's not forget, the white, like she's not yeah, white, yeah, you know? Like yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and it and it took. Derek Jeter, who was part of the Yankee organization, who had ties to Kim way back then, uh, who sort of, you know, was like, let's do this, you know, and and she's more than qualified. And like this isn't just taking a chance on doing something different. Right. This is this is, I think, a really smart baseball move. And it and it 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 op- this. I think this sort of helps open the door to other people possibilities. Um, Is she the
0: first general ma- female general manager in all of the big four? I believe sports? in any sport. Yeah. yeah, any
1: major sport in America, at least.
0: I know she's the first in MLB, but I wasn't sure if she was the first in like hockey. But like it, I mean, I don't
1: think any sports have anything at all. But, she was turned down
0: by five other teams in the past fifteen years. Can you imagine what that must have been like to like just kind of keep being. Like inter- like that interview process that must have been heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever interviewed for a job and not gotten it, but like interviewing <laughs> five fucking times for a job that you're super
1: qualified for. I mean, the persistence. Yeah. I don't blame her for bailing out. Like that. Was- yeah, you know. Well, and it's like how many how many assess- assistant general manager jobs are you gonna are you gonna keep taking, right? Because. You know, you work for the Yankees for a while, then you go to the Dodgers and then it's like, all right, all these other, you know, these, the GM jobs and like, you're just going to take other, like, you're going to go to team, to team, to team, be keep being a general manager. Like I get that sort of too, where you're like, all right, you know, let me, let me go so, do a different job now. Yeah. yeah. She had a, I don't remember what her title was with, within the MLB office or whatever it was. It was a high position. It was a valuable position, but, um, I, you know, I, I think, um, I, I, this is. I, I. I'm just so glad now. Like even after all these years, like it. She. Someone came back around to her at least too, Right. Or she didn't sort of, leave the total consciousness of, of this, type of job of of the people who are running organizations. At it, least.
0: It's funny because she'll get fired in three years because all general managers get fired in three
1: yeah, years. Yeah. Right.
0: But I hope that. Yeah. The, I hope that this is. I mean, this is groundbreaking and and I. I'm shocked. It's a fucking baseball team. Um, right. But yes. it's good news. It's good news. Um It's, good news. it's a little bit of life imitating art because you we've got a I don't know if you watch Brockmire or not, but there's a prominent female character in that show. Um Brockmire is actually better than actual baseball for people mm. out there looking for a That's television good. show. Uh anyway, c- congratulations to her. That's a great I'm glad you brought that up. I had it had crossed my radar and I had forgot to make a note about it, so thank you for doing
1: Due, due diligence on that one That was important i, I just I've, I've been following her career for a long time and, and rooting for her of course you have of course you and, have and um it's it's just it's just nice to see
0: yeah uh all right well that's i don't even know how to segue <laughs> out of that into a soccer story but apparently you have one of those two so yeah man we're just doing let's odds, just keep odds, the ball odd, yeah. let's this keep the short ball quick. rolling uh, lacrosse wanted, is up next folks was, don't worry we'll get to it
1: i just thought this one was cool is that uh there's a there's a english football club called wrexham uh who is in the f- they're in the fifth tier division of, of, of english soccer football i don't know what that uh, means. But yeah. and they the fans who control the team through a trust so it's kind of like the green bay packers right okay. they're i think they're a bad team i think they've fallen on hard times all these whatever things so somehow the team has fallen into the trust of the fans of the community and the, and the town that their soccer uh, uh team is in And they uh, just overwhelmingly approved a star takeover of the team. Yep. Giving full control to Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's always, it's always sunny and it's always sunny and Wrexham. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just, this is funny because, uh, there's one person in the entire world that hates Rob McEl- McElaney? McElaney? uh more than anyone in the world, and that's uh, RJ Weaver, uh, sometime comped- com- con- contributor to this show, uh, has a great story about how Rob uh, infiltrated the Fordham dorms. Didn't go to school at Fordham, but was one of those guys that somehow manages to live in the dorms for like a semester. Uh, wow. So RJ has all this pent-up hate hatred towards that guy and every step that that guy gets more and more successful is just another like it's i mean to, to the fact that the fact that you're bringing this up on draft day you're i mean we've just lost a really important person to the podcast uh he's furious right now he's actually furious
1: i don't know how i do it but i managed to i just i You've it's instinctively... pissed him off
0: you pissed him off once again
1: yeah rj likened draft day
0: to uh to, for a Knicks fan to going to the doctor and and hoping that it's herpes over COVID or AIDS.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get to the Knicks in a minute here.
0: Oh, we will. Um, we will.
1: But I the, the the interesting thing about this story though is that is that they're not buying the club.
0: They're just is that giving they're it not away. spending
1: one dollar to actually purchase the the club they're itself. But they're investing around two and a half million dollar or pounds, I should say, to like improve the team. Wrexham doesn't lose. Like they they, they play okay, right? Like don't they win? Like they're like a No idea. I've never heard of them before.
0: They're like a five hundred football club, I think.
1: Maybe. Like I just think it's interesting. Like they they they've just they're doing something different here. They're trying a different way and they're sort of it's sort of like a hostile takeover. Oh, it, it'll, without
0: it'll paying, fail. it'll fail. Miserably. Without, sort of, without, it'll fail Without miserably.
1: owning the actual team, which I think is kind of a cool kind of a cool and novel idea, actually. I, why not? Try something different. You know, every time they're always like, Well, you can't just do something just to do it in sports. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes I think you should, or you should. That's like the old, you know, mentality. That's why you don't hire Kim In, you know, in baseball as a general manager So because it's just not the way you've done things in the past. Right. So I, also, I applaud this sort of new. I take love on an something.
0: American hostile takeover of a football club. Um, this has happened happened poorly before. I feel like there was another celeb that bought like an Italian team. They're, they're, yeah, well, I, there's
1: been a lot of rich uh, white American dudes who have been buying a lot of European and they, soccer teams. And they,
0: I feel like it always fails. I feel like it's there's like,
1: the, uh, the guy who owns the Bucks. I think owns is it Liverpool or? Um, but I'm, well, he owns one s- of the some, Arsenal. Or there's something.
0: some like tragic ending to a, like one of these. I can't remember which one it is. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, it's 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 right there. I can almost see this the headline. But yeah, I think it was like a Spanish or Italian soccer or football club that got bought by an actor that ran it into the ground. Or maybe an ex like player. Some American blew it. Anyway, <laughs> this'll fall right into the toilet. I can't wait. Uh also who cares about whales? Like really? Like are we really caring about whales?
1: No, no, I just thought,
0: you know, I, I just like the story, but let's move on. Let's do move on. Uh hey, we've got a we got the NBA draft tonight. Tonight. Yes. I have a birth I have a birthing class tonight. So I have to somehow figure out how ooh. to do a birthing class and watch The draft at the same time. Can you stream
1: it while you're birthing? I can. It's not going to be a great look (laughs) (laughs) for your wife or for the rest of the Zoom class.
0: For my wife, the Zoom the Zoom class is a bunch of Bobos. Uh, (laughs) We're also the only couple that's taking this birthing class that's having a baby like in the next like four months. These these people are all like these people are like due tomorrow. They're like (laughs) it's like a crash course cram. Yeah, Yeah, they're cramming. (laughs) I'm like, "What? Well, we're the we're, we're like the nerds. We're like at the front like taking notes." It's like it's horrible. It's yeah. it's so it's so terrible. Anyway, um it's probably for the best. The Sixers don't really have uh, a lot of at least first round picks in this draft anyway. Hmm. Um I do have one but as we get into this, I have one uh I have I have one I have one uh, question for you cuz uh, Andy okay. from Andy from Boundbrook uh has been bugging me about the NBA who who I think's gonna get drafted number okay. four for some reason. I guess there's good odds on DraftKings for the fourth pick, like if you can get out of the top three. I can't get DraftKings odds up on my machine for some reason. There's a button for it, but it won't show it'll only show me NBA futures. It's driving me fucking crazy. But I wanted to get your opinion. Who's going fourth? Let's start there. Let's give let's give listener Andy from Andy from Bound Brook some some solid NBA draft
1: advice. All right, so I got it on DraftKings. Your player to be selected with the 4th overall pick.
0: How the fuck do you have it? I can't fucking get it, the shit on DraftKings. It King. just says
1: NBA draft. I know. Yeah, and and you click, click that button and there's fucking nothing there. I'm so
0: goddamn furious with DraftKings uh, right now. Furious. Furious. Um, I, maybe it's just the, DraftKings telling me not to bet on this shit and I'm going to take it as a sign cuz
1: Maybe. Like I I'm not sure I I understand his thought or or liking for the 4th pick. Well, he's got
0: um, a, he I think likes Williams, which I feel like is a bad bet, but I don't know because I can't see the fucking odds. Patrick Williams? Yeah. I feel like he's Ooh. going like eighth or ninth, but
1: I mean I like I I like Patrick Williams.
0: Who do you um, like number four? Let's just give him some good let's give him some good solid.
1: Hang on, I'm trying to find who's gonna who's actually I don't even remember who's picking fourth. Chicago.
0: Yeah, Chicago.
1: I uh, mean, I mean, this is hard because there's no consensus. Number one, it, it, things could ha- so Patrick Williams is fourth plus plus 400. So that's why he's kind of looking at that one. Um, I mean, if the Chicago, if Chicago holds and it stays like, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of looking at, um, actually Patrick might not be a bad kind of sneaky pick there. Oh shit. Oh shit. Um, everything I
0: read just to surface is like, uh, is this kid from, a. Israel, this this dude, yeah, Avija, yeah, who I actually watched this year because for some reason Tel Aviv basketball was the only thing going on pre bubble, and I thought he was dog shit. Like I really think remember that you this, said that, yeah, yeah, th- this guy is not good. Like he he's way way overvalued, and and I feel bad for any team that gets him. Like I really don't think he's good. I, like, Here, here's, a, here's
1: a, okay. Here's my take on it. I I watched I watched some of the videos of him and stuff, and I you know who I see Tony Kukoc. Potentially. I don't don't see it. He's just, he's not.
0: I mean, maybe he was playing off because of COVID, or maybe like he can't really. So he's
1: not, he's not really good at any one thing. Uh, he seems to be okay. He's like kind of a well rounded player, but he's not, he's not even, he's still, you know, like he's like a shitty, he's like a shitty Gallo.
0: Like, I don't even see like, I mean, just to, if we're going to, if we're going to say like a white, we're going to put him up against a white guy, like he's more Gallo than he is coach to me.
1: Um, yeah, but yeah, well, I, but I think I see what I, I think what they're projecting. Like you could see potentially like Kukochar. He's like that th- kind of third option, a little bit of a playmaker, it's kind of that point forward kind of role where he can shoot the threes. He can do a little bit of everything well, but he's not. He's never the star. He might be an all star maybe if everything breaks right. But I think like his floor. So he, I'll give you his floor. He's Kyle Anderson. Okay. Remember hit like the Spurs, and then he went to and went to Memphis. He's not really great. He's he's not athletic, right? So like if his if Adisha's body doesn't really sort of develop and stuff uh, and he doesn't really create uh, or, or or none of his skills sort of or take, you know, huge jumps, like he doesn't become a great like three point shooter or, or like a rebounder or a driver or, uh, or a, uh, you know, like a great passer or something, then he's kind of that's Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson can kind of do a little bit of everything. He's not super athletic. He's, he looks kind of awkward on the floor a little bit, but he's just skilled enough to be like stay on a roster. Yeah. Serve, you know, and serve as like a, a bench kind of role player. I'm gonna have to take your word
0: on it. So so just for the listeners, this is gonna be a lot of Chris talk and a lot of not other Chris, me Chris talk. <laughs> I, I rely so heavily on the on the the tournament to know a lot of these yeah. players. And yeah. since we didn't have a tournament this year, like that like I really don't have a lot of insight into a lot of these players. For some reason I just happened to watch this Denny dude um when I was desperate for sports but i i don't have a i don't have a like i don't have good insight on wiseman i don't have good insight on on lamello i mean i watched a little bit of him i've watched a ton of highlights so it's a it's a it's a tough draft for me to give you any sort of uh like personal insight
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i do have one i've have, i've have one very Nixian trade that i'm predicting do you want to oh, hear this? oh yeah that? right okay do you want to hear this yes
1: oh i'm dying
0: okay so do you know the story of Tyrese Halliburton and uh, Tyler Hero as kids? No. This is a great story. So Tyrese Halliburton and Tyler Hero grew up in the same shitty town in Wisconsin. So they were like they were they were down as kids, like they were like friends in like grade school. In sixth grade, Halliburton and Hero and another dude join uh, in eighth grade and up. Three on three tournament, and this coach that's or this guy that's organizing it is so like, Oh, this is so adorable. These sixth graders want to be a part of this three on three tournament. I'm going to let them in so they can learn something, and it'll be like a feel good moment for these kids. They'll get their asses handed to them. Halliburton and Hero and this other dude fucking run the table. They win this eighth grade, eighth grade and up three on three tournament They're just by dropping bombs. I think Tyler Hero wants Halliburton back, and I think that the I think that there's a trade coming. I think that we're going to see a, a, a draft day trade. I think we're going to see the Heat move Jay Crowder and maybe another piece to the Knicks for, that, for the Knicks pick at eight. Then the Knicks will drop down to the, to the Heat pick. They're going to just swap number ones. And the Knicks will get Cole Anthony, who is just destined to be a Nick anyway. And that's who the Knicks really want It's like Cole Anthony just fits so well into the Knicks world. Like he's he's so meant to be a fucking Nick. Like there's if there was ever a more Knicksian player it is Cole Anthony. And then hero gets Halliburton and the Knicks get a couple of like shitty other pieces, maybe a first rounder next year from the heat or something. I, I feel like Pat Riley fleeces them uh, like a final fleece you to the Knicks. And that's what that's my prediction. I think Tyler, Tyrese Halliburton ends up in Miami. That, All right. that yeah. What do you think? That's my deep dive. That's my. I went. I'm I'm crazy. Like
1: that's you are crazy. You don't think you that's a crazy. good.
0: You don't think you don't like that. That was a that had a story. I love it. That had a story. That's to, to back it, it up.
1: Uh, the only thing that that would burst your bubble is like Jay Crowder is is a free agent, I believe. So I don't. I can't. don't mean if it's Jay Crow, just, like a dude. But there's nothing else on their roster that they can trade him for. I don't think, right? Unless you're getting like Duncan Robinson or something like that, maybe. But I don't know if they're giving up that. Um, they give up Duncan Robinson for
0: Tyrese Halliburton. They, what about that other white dude that played all season or none? Like those those dudes. The guys that didn't play in the playoffs but had, were like big impact guys on the on the regu- during the regular season, yeah, like
1: Kendrick Nunn or something. Maybe I don't know if you're giving up a the ninth overall pick for him and whatnot, but um, what? um, but they, you mentioned Halliburton though at, with the number fourth pick uh, plus sixteen hundred, Chicago could probably use like a a legit point guard. I
0: mean, Halliburton um, is the dude. He's the he's the best player in the draft. And, uh, uh, f- oh, For, for really? me, for Ooh, me, I've. I see. He's yeah. Which means that the Knicks are going to get Obi Toppin uh, from Dayton, because
1: <laughs> he's he's dog shit. <laughs> uh, I mean he's he's not. I don't know. He. I like Obi Toppin. Uh, you I, I'm do. Not sure he, I
0: don't trust anybody from Dayton. I don't trust any Atlantic Atlantic Ten player.
1: Everyone keeps comparing him to Amari Stoudemire, and I'm not sure. I I sort of see it, but I I don't. Boof. I don't know. All right. So I, I, you, I feel like he's more like kind of like you know potentially you're hoping for Blake Griffin. Can I just or get, or he becomes like Carlos Boozer? Can I get your top?
0: Like, can I get your top three? I want to know what, how you think this is unfolding. I that I, I, I don't. I don't.
1: And I, I have I. This, there's no way to say what's it like the this, fucking this.
0: point? You got this is a draft day preview. We need your we need K Chris's top three. We gotta have it. You gotta just pull the trigger. There's no backing out. You gotta tell me. What you think? Here's the
1: thing: I don't, I don't like Anthony Edwards. I don't like Lamelo Ball, and I don't, you don't like I mean, Anthony
0: Edwards. I'm fucking ER man. He was an unsung hero on that show. <laughs>
1: Goose? He was. You'll he like was. Goose? He was way overshadowed by Clooney. Yeah. Unfairly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say Anthony Edwards. Like, like maybe the like I guess you're the best you're hoping for. And I know I think you'll like this. Maybe and you'll you'll maybe this will jump aboard. This guy is he's like he he could be. I guess you're hoping he, like he turns into Demar Derozan maybe at, at the worst. I don't dig this dude at all. I don't. I don't like him. I mean, I think he. I. 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 have visions of like him being Andrew Wiggins or sort of like the hype of like remember like Dennis Smith Jr. came out and he was like oh this guy's super athletic and he's like a point guard. If the Hornets
0: don't bite on him, I feel like that guy drops like out of the top ten. Like
1: I just don't. I don't. I'm not. I, I I'm feel not like the, I should. I that. Honestly, I feel like the Hornets. I would like to see the Hornets. They're three, right? Yeah, that's that feels like the. I want to. I want right. to see Lamelo. I think go to the Hornets.
0: Okay, so give me your top three. Let's do it. Number three, go. You're the Charlotte Hornets. And All we'll, right, that's.
1: I guess that's Lamelo.
0: You got number. You like Lamelo to the Hornets. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I. I guess you'd have to find. I. You'd have to find a more specific teams. Uh. So I. I feel like Golden State and and Minnesota should probably trade out, right? Hmm, interesting um,
0: you think that's and gonna then happen?
1: and then it be kind of becomes I like, don't feel like um, any
0: gm wants to pull the trigger on being like the first pick of this draft there's just
1: i don't think so either but i i think maybe there might be some team that can talk themselves into um if i'm
0: if i'm the timberwolves i take Lamelo because he's the biggest name and he's got like he's the sort of the big question mark and if he and if he eats his balls it's kind of not on you you just got
1: another crazy ball brother like I feel like yeah, you can't like yeah, you, can't you, miss, you have to I think right? He's the safest. He's also the best fit and the safest one to take. Like it, I, I, like I don't know if Anthony Edwards is, is, is yeah, at least like he's good enough to on that team. If like Anthony Golden Edwards State, ends I guess up you, on the Timberwolves. Take, that's a bad look. You, you take Wiseman, I guess, with Golden State because he. I you you start watching him in a little bit and you're like, all right, I kind of see it. Like he's super athletic. He can actually shoot from outside. Have you watched him? I haven't watched him much. I don't. I don't There's know. not much to watch on him, but like I unfortunately like I can't not. See Hassan Whiteside, his body, his, his, his whole thing. Just, he looks like Hassan Whiteside. Well, that's a stay away then. Right? But he's so athletic. You, you kind of start looking at him and you're like, oh, you know what he lo- kind of looks like? He kind of looks like David Robinson a little bit. Oh, all right. Like suit, like suit, like David Robson. But how does he like, fit into Golden State?
0: Like what do they, who do they They get? He kind of
1: becomes like Chris Bosh, I guess, in a way. Is right? he like
0: Looney? Is he like Looney 2, 2.0? Is no, that, he's
1: better than Looney. Way more athletic than Looney. Looney couldn't like barely jump, right? Like Weissman is like. But does a he fill that role? Now, does like, he
0: fill the Looney
1: role? Like, yeah, he totally he the, fills the Looney role, okay. but better. Because then he can also, he can also, you can also put him on the outside because he can shoot three pointers. Not he's great Looney, news for Marcus Chris. No, no, <laughs> but well, I, they, can make, they can make them both work, I think. they're like, Weissman seems like the obvious and only choice, unless, unless they really, like, um, he, he feels a sort of positional need instead of just, like, finding another talent guy, like putting LaMelo or Anthony Edwards in that lineup or, or like, finding someone else like Halliburton um, who could sort of be, like, the, the Sean Livingston kind of role or something.
0: I want of, Halliburton right? for the Knicks so bad. They deserve him. I think
1: he'd be a great fit. I, yeah, I think the Knicks are, here's, here's some positive news for RJ. I think the Knicks are really in the, in the best position possible in, in this draft. And like, as long as they don't, I mean, you know, there's always the, the notion of them screwing it up, but I, I I have a little more confidence in their, in their, in their, uh, uh management structure here now and the, and the guys that they have that they can just let whoever's on that board kind of come to them and they just take the best player available and they don't have an excuse for like reaching for someone right or, or 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 you know trying to trade up and like take a guy who you know you know being number one and taking Anthony Edwards and it doesn't work out because he's not that good or something no, you know it doesn't translate they can just take whoever's there and they probably they, they have a better chance I think uh, of finding the best player in the draft at nine that they would at like two three or four
0: I totally agree I think that they they fell to a great spot I think there's a lot of good talent there I mean I Who's your? Yeah,
1: listen. If they can come away with, I mean, I don't know much about Killian Hayes as the point guard, but if they can come up with Patrick Williams, who I love, Tyrese Maxey, who's the guard from Kentucky, love Maxey. really great, Okoro, Devin Vassell, like there's there's a ton of guys there. I think that they could they could just you know whoever's kind of there and available, you take them in, and they're pro- they could be turned out to be the 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 best player um, in in this draft. Who do you? Who's your? So who are your?
0: Who? Which players do you like? Who are your? Who are your? Who are your sneaky underrated players or which player would you like to see your team and i don't know if we're counting the brooklyn nets as your team right now but like who do you (laughs) like who do you like in this draft that you think is going to be like an impact player that kind of not a sleeper necessarily because i feel like no first round picks are really sleepers but who do you like to like sort of stand out maybe even like I, i really like
1: tyrese maxey um That's your guy. I think right now, no, he's he's sort of that Colin Sexton, like Malik Monk kind of kind of dude. He's guaranteed to
0: go to Orlando because they just need like their seventeenth shooting guard. Like I feel like he's down for but I
1: think yeah, but 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 I but I think that's I think he's sort of that Jamal Murray kind of guy where he's like he's a he's a combo guard, but he kind of runs the runs the point, but he can shoot and create um, and kind of run an offense. And I think in like at worst, he probably could become like Lou Williams or something like that. We're, um, I see it. but I think he's also like, I'll, I'll, I'll almost bank on, on any guy coming out of Kentucky at this point, uh, in this draft, another good point. Right. Cause like, you know, with hero like, there's a, there's a good history now in the last, you know, five, six, seven years, like all those guys who, who didn't get enough, uh, run or tape or, or, um, sort of be the star of the team because they have so much talent, in those Kentucky teams that everyone kind of undervalues and underrates those guys um that they come out and they turn out to be better than everyone expected because because they didn't they didn't see them play enough or sort of dominate in games.
0: Okay. Where, I do love
1: Cole Anthony too though.
0: I yeah, I, so I'm a i am unfortunately get sucked into watching a lot of UNC games uh, mm-hmm. with with a, with the TLC crew and uh, I I am I'm not high on Cole Anthony. I'd feel like that guy he disappears um he he just he needs the ball in his hands a lot. I'm i I don't I don't love him. I I he just feels like such a nick. I just can't help it. Like he just <laughs> Yeah.
1: But then you know there's him there's a whole bunch of guys like that too. It's like him and like RJ Hampton. Yeah. The guy who went to Australia. Yeah. they they there's a lot in like Anthony Edwards, I think, is the same kind of their style and type. It's like they're downhill, they're kind of the Westbrook like just go all out, balls to the wall, go to the hole. Don't really have an outside shot yet, but if they if they if they work on it and they create one, then I think I think they've got the potential to be. Uh, yeah, Cole, like, Anthony could, Cole Anthony could Cole could put up
0: thirty five on any given night, but he'd also disappear on you and put up like two for thirty two. Like he's just absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, yep. He, Although, like Cole Anthony, like those guys, they I I kind of see like a little like Derrick Rose in him. What are your What are your thoughts on? Devin Vassell's another guy too. I think is uh, well, I highly underrated. I don't know And um, Him and Patrick Williams are the two guys that I could see going to like the Heat or the Spurs, you know, and, and like teams make, like that. Just making it and they better. just like and they thrive and they they're like so good. And everyone's like, oh, how did we miss on this guy?
0: I feel like I feel like the Spurs are destined for Sadiq Bay. I feel like he's mm-hmm. he's the he, yeah. he yeah. right? Doesn't he just feel so?
1: I feel feels like very he, Spursy. He's yep. so
0: Spursian.
1: So Spursian. The Spurs uh, you know, are at eleven. Just, I don't know if that feels like a reach for them. Maybe but like, it might be. It I might really be. He like. it could be. A, he could be a net. That could be a. That could be a Brooklyn net kind of guy. Could be. I. They do uh, need
0: a three and D wing. There's. Yeah. A, that seems to be like the the especially if they get Harden. But yeah. Uh. I'd man. I if 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 Bay goes. I'm a big Bay guy. Even though I hate Nova. But if right. if he, if he goes the to the Spurs. And they, we talked about uh, him like six months ago. And they don't move DeMar. And they don't move DeRozan, who I secretly think might be going to Philly. I just mm-hmm. here. I just I, I, right. I got my my fingers crossed. <sighs> Great,
1: I got another crossed. another non-shooter to be, fill out the six. Not a shooter. Sweetest stroke in the game, baby. <laughs> oh, Sweetest stroke in the range game. Shooter. Mid-range
0: shooter. Doesn't like, matter. Doesn't matter. Points is you points. You don't need more those. That's th- Ben Simmons. You can crowd you can, the paint. Bro. You don't you don't you be smirched the silk here's here's two
1: here's two names i got for you middle middle to late of the draft although both these guys actually might crack the, all right because i have two too and i want to i want to know who they are i've got two middle to
0: late guys that i love for philly so let's okay it.
1: oh for philly oh yeah actually these guys i think these guys would be really great for philly i don't know if they're gonna last till philly what, what, what does philly pick 21 i think 21 yeah maybe they, they might not last because both these guys it sounds like they're moving up the boards and it oh, might even crack the um, lottery tyrell terry Okay. Not Stanford, on my. Not on this my guy, guy. This guy is Vinny Johnson, the microwave.
0: <laughs> is he fat? Is that what you
1: mean? Yeah, he's a little pudgy dude. No, oh, he's God. not. But he's instant offense. He's he's like watch his game, and you're like that guy. That I guy can just. I don't know shoot. anything about this dude. He's kind of like, sort of like, think like Jason Terry maybe. Okay. Um, I like to me, he's like Vinny Johnson. He's like the sixth man role, or like Lou Williams is now, maybe a little more relevant, modern. Kind of guy. The he's just instant offense microwave. I just I think as soon as I saw him play, I was like microwave. Oh my god, Vinnie Johnson.
0: Where where is this dude where is he where does he play college? Where? Stanford. Oh
1: Stanford.
0: Stanford. Okay. Yeah, there's I've I've heard I've heard I feel like he doesn't he like he might drop to the Knicks at twenty seven. That was but apparently, you're telling me he's moving up the board. So he's
1: all over the board. Like he okay. he could like some. I think Louward's saying like he's, he could fall in the second round or in the 20s, and then others like he might even he might even be the best player in the draft or some stupid thing. All right, uh, what's or your lottery pick? What's your other one? Okay, the other one is Aaron Nesmith um, from Vanderbilt. Know that dude, either oh
0: i feel like he's gonna go up way higher than 21 right like yeah
1: i think yeah i think he's gonna crack in the apparently he might crack in the in the in the in the the lottery now too but this guy i want this guy to be like he with his he can shoot the three and he's got a decent stroke like i want i want him to become the second coming of dale ellis
0: that that's i I saw that kevin o'connor uh had called him dale ellis and i thought that was a fucking amazing pull like even if he's not Anybody that's compared to Dale Ellis, who is one of the greatest of all time, shooters, one of the greatest shooters, pure I mean, shooter, right up there with Demar Derozan, like a great, <laughs> great pure shooter. Seriously, Dale <laughs> Ellis wasn't a fucking three point baller until like later in his career, right? Like he's a no,
1: that's not true. He was he was a three, I mean, they didn't shoot a lot of threes, but he was the three point. He was, oh, in, he the, was in the he three was,
0: point contest all the time. Yeah. You're right. All You're the, totally yep. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah i i would love to see. I'd love to see Nesmith on a team that is good. Um mm-hmm. Here's mine. Uh, okay. I'm mine are a little further down the draft board. I'm a big Josh Green fan. I love yeah. Arizona. I think zona zona dudes always fare well in the in the uh, in the NBA, yeah. especially late round yep. zona dudes. If yep. if Philly could somehow land on Josh Green, I would be. That means they could move. They could move Tybolt probably, uh, and actually have a a decent a decent shooter. Because uh, I just don't think Matisse shoots that well, and I feel like Matisse right now is is who everybody wants. If they're gonna like somehow figure out a way to to move Tobias or Big Al, like they've got to package him with one of their like up and comers, and I think that he's the guy. So I'm I'm getting I'm preparing myself to get rid of him. Uh, <laughs> and if they do, I would like to see either Josh Green or Jaden McDaniels from from mm-hmm. Washington fill that role. Those are my two. Mm-hmm. Those are the two dudes that I think just have like insane amount of upside that we didn't see yeah, a lot from uh because the basketball season got cut short i think yep. pack 12 or pac 10 or whatever it is basketball was super underrated this past year and they got kind of hosed out of the tourney uh and i think we would have seen a lot out of Jaden, and i think we would have seen a lot out of josh so if either one of those dudes could somehow manage to to make it to 21 i really hope philly takes them that's
1: those are yeah. my guys I like those two. I like those two picks too. I I think those are great picks. There's there's I, I'll throw the third one in there for me. I, I think what you're saying like high upside potential um, with those two guys. And the other one I think was um, Jalen Smith, uh, yes. uh, like the, the forward out of Maryland.
0: Yeah. Who's
1: was another dude that just kind of needs time to like develop and like, but he's got a little bit of everything. He can, he can kind of, I think he can handle the ball. He can run, shoot, play some defense. Like he's. He's he's one of those like you know kind of five tool players like, like I think and I think those the other two guys you mentioned are, are kind of in that same vein.
0: So I have one other question for you, draft related, and I need mm-hmm. you to I need you to be honest with me, okay? Okay. Okay. So you're the general manager for the Boston Celtics, right? Yes. Do you reach and draft Nico Mannion at 14, <sighs> or do you wait no. for him to fall to 30? Because no other team is getting this fucking ginger than the Celtics. He's so so he's so such a guaranteed celtic like i i like i don't see i i really don't see like any any other place for him than than boston i will i will <laughs> cut my face off if he ends up in philly uh i can't oh i can't
1: i can't with this guy i just i don't i i don't i don't see it i don't get it with him um he's if no I'm good boston, you he's let no him good fall to thirty. Um, I I think I, I, that's the one Arizona guy. I think I would I would sort of disagree with stay, you in that sense of stay of not a fucking stay. way. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. No,
0: he's like he's like a a not good T J McConnell. I don't I don't like him. I yeah I, I yeah. But dude, I really think he's gonna end up on the Celtics at thirty. Like that. If you want to put a bet out there, like that's if there's a way to bet Nico mm. Nico Mannion to go to the Celtics at thirty, I think that that's what. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's what I would choose. I feel like he's I right mean, there. Milwaukee
1: needs a replacement for a ginger because since I got rid of DiVincenzo.
0: Wait, he's, um, he's did they did he was he in part of that the, the Drew Holiday trade? Uh, no, the Bogdanovich trade to the to the kings. Oh woof. Poor yeah. bastard. Yeah. Oh Brad Ku's in no man's land. Oh yeah. that yeah. stinks. Well he could have he could do okay there. Oof. Oof, Man, oof, the yeah. Bucks look so fucking great. I'm so proud of them. They, Those, like,
1: listen, they had to make big moves. They paid the price. I think a little bit, uh, obviously for for um true. for uh, a holiday, but um they had to do they had to do this right. And and um I, I think they're two. I think it's really huge. Two really huge good moves for them.
0: I think it was incredible. I mean, I also love to see that the Celtics fall flat on their face. They tried to package Gordon Hayward with like all their draft picks for the next thirty years for fucking Drew Holiday, and they said no like I fucking love Boston's
1: it. so weird like why are they trying to trade for Drew holiday
0: like they don't need another guard dude they're th- th- I don't understand what the fuck's happening with that team they're d- they're desperate to move fucking Gordon Hayward he's gonna end up on the Hawks or some other shitty team it's, yeah it's, it's, fine. it's I mean come on are we get like can we finally admit that fucking Brad like got his butt boiled into town and paid him like 30 million a season to like break his ankle three years in a row like the, the dude's a piece of shit like I I I I wish nothing Take but the worst. Lap, Chris. I wish nothing lap. but the worst for that fucking failure. <laughs> like I, I, and I love that Brad has to watch him leave. Like I love that Danny's finally like your boy's garbage. All right, we tried. <laughs> no one wanted to see that shit on opening day. He fucking have his foot come off, and now we got to fucking live with him like fucking around through the whole playoffs and having his seventeenth kid. Like just send him back to Utah. Like I, I fuck you. Maybe they can. They,
1: maybe they can trade him to Houston for uh, Harden.
0: Bad things are going to come out about Gordon Hayward. Just watch; it will happen <laughs> in our lifetimes. I don't, That dude got to go. Got to go. He's
1: like a mega member, of like the Nexium cult or something.
0: He's a proud boy. He's definitely a proud boy. <laughs> I. He is. He looks like a proud boy. He's got that little Hitler youth fucking. so does every
1: white person with long blondish hair?
0: Anyway, well, let's let's put a pin on this, or let's. I guess nope, not no pin on it. That's our that's our draft day preview. We're gonna yeah. go way over time. So let's get to NFL picks and we can bounce, we can do this like super quick. All right? This is going to be lightning round. NFL picks. Are you ready, Chris?
1: Chris, we crushed week 10. We we, were, we dominated week 10. Week 10 was the best gambling week of my life. We pulled pants down, we bent it over its knee, and we smacked its ass.
0: Chris I went 10 and 4. You went 11 and 3. We're firing on all, on all cil- cylinders. I want to send a big shout out to Brooks Kepka. Thank you for finishing in the top 10. And a second big shout out to my boy, Nick Chubb, my favorite fucking NFL player. <laughs> Man, that dude, Nick Chubb had money on that game. Nick <laughs> Chubb had money on that game because Nick <laughs> Chubb. Broke a fucking tackle, was going to blow that line against Houston, and he fucking did the right thing and went right out of bounds. Like, I watched it. Tears welled up in my eyes. I did too. It, yeah. was, it was gambling. It was gambling porn. It was gambling <laughs> porn. I sat through that fucking slog of a shit fest because I had Ugh. a fucking four-team parlay that banked on that goddamn Browns game. I'm like, I'm missing like... Tua go off or whatever the fuck, like Kyler Murray, like do the greatest play in NFL history, only to be able to only to watch like the a seven to six matchup, and Nick Chubb, baby, you saved the spread, and I will never forget it. I will Beautiful. never forget it. I love that he's my favorite player of all time, favorite gambling nice. player. Uh, all right, and that capped off a great week. So,
1: can we do it again? Great this week. week. Hopefully, week eleven uh, continues for us in that sense. Starting with Thursday night game, Arizona plus three on the road in Seattle. I'm giving you 90
0: seconds on Seattle. This team makes Um,
1: seventh. am I'm I'm taking Arizona.
0: That's it? That's all you need?
1: I got nothing else. Yep, that's all I need.
0: Okay. I uh, I will do the same.
1: Seattle's yeah, still too banged up. They're 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 injured. I, I don't I don't think they're I think they're going to lose this game a little bit. I think a couple more weeks until they get fully healthy, and then they make a run here again. But right now, I'll take Arizona. And the I'll in
0: this game. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'm with you on this.
1: All right. What's next? Okay. Sunday, New England minus two on the road in Houston. How the fuck do you pick this game? You pick t- take New England at
0: minus two and a half. That's a deal. That's a fucking deal. Houston doesn't. I don't think that Deshaun Watson wants to play anymore. He does not uh, not Houston. He doesn't look great, man. He he's he he had a nice series. I watched a lot of that game towards the end of the game. If he's allowed to play like wild and loose, he's better, but but it wasn't against Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland's got a better defense, but I I think you just take New England and Seems like easy money.
1: I'm tempted to take Houston just because it's like, I, 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 the New England beating Baltimore, I think it was either a fluke or, or just you know sort of luck of the draw. Something happened there. New England was too up and down, hot and cold. Houston, but Houston, I have no confidence. Romeo Cornell versus Bill Belichick. Too. Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, yeah. Mentor student. Um, <laughs> I got no confidence in Houston's defense being able to stop New England's shitty offense. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll stick with I'll stick with New England with you, I guess, on this one. Yeah, do it. Pittsburgh do it. minus 10 in Jacksonville. Yeah. Now, Chris, a couple weeks ago we 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 brought up the uh the stat. I think that you know Pittsburgh is terrible with double digit point spread. Yep. I, this, I can't, this bet, this, I can't your, bet this team
0: at all. Pittsburgh, I thought for sure, I thought the, the Bengals were gonna cover. I, they're also one in ten on the road
1: as favorites since I think two thousand
0: one. I take Jacksonville here. I might even sprinkle a little on the money line. There's a chance. Jacksonville's always got Pittsburgh's number. Like the and Mike Thomas says he's not taking this game easy. But depending on is it is this Luton again? Is that who's quarterback? I think
1: it's I think yeah, I think it's him kind of going forward here. I, mean, I, I, I think d- they might be done with Minchu and Luton's looked good enough here. I think their offense has kind of improved with him in it, but Obviously, that could kind of ebb and flow here as as, as he plays more because he's, you know, he's probably not that good as 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 he's
0: playing. Let's just pick all the same games anyway. All right. Okay. What's next? <laughs> right. Uh,
1: Atlanta moving on. I mean, Pittsburgh kind of to me. Well, it wasn't. It was only seven points against Cincinnati last week. So I was like, I felt comfortable about that one. This one, the ten, it just—I'm like—I—I'm I, going with the numbers here, and and the odds of, of saying that they're not going to cover the double digits, I which think that, seems I, silly because Jacksonville, I don't think is that good. Forty-seven
0: good. and a half over feels like a good place to put. That's somebody. a Feels like an easy over. Yeah, I like that yeah. over a
1: lot. All right, Atlanta plus five in New Orleans. Okay. Um. Normally, in with this game in the last couple of years, uh, you know, with New Orleans, and especially with Atlanta, I think the—I think my rule has always been you take the points. Cause it's always like a shootout, probably high-scoring games and whatnot. But and it and it's the it's the road dog here in Atlanta. Um, Yo, this is a road dog special, man. Right, I, ah, man. Juice I, New Orleans, I feel like it's starting points? to put, they, They've got their defense back here now, though. Uh, and ugh. it worries me a little bit that I'm gonna make the wrong decision. But this is uh, Atlanta's uh, Super Bowl, dude. Take Atlanta. Right. This feels yeah. I like am taking Atlanta so, in the points because I feel like that's it's just kind of what I'm supposed to do. We have to do it. It's all right. It's Tennessee plus six and a half in Baltimore. Now Baltimore, like coming off the obviously we just said, I just said like coming off a bad loss in New England, which was kind of weird and probably fluky. I, I feel like Tennessee's kind of getting. Um, uh, Tennessee, Baltimore. Hmm. <laughs> you just yeah. said I, I'm the trying word to out how to Tennessee. To say like Baltimore. I, I feel seven like Baltimore times. should be favored by more points. I guess
0: Tennessee, Balt. Tennessee, Baltimore.
1: Uh, I feel like Baltimore should be favored by by more points. I, I I'm not Tennessee. I don't think it's good. I think they're falling down here. They've got too many injuries. Their defense isn't very good. I'm gonna take Baltimore minus and a half.
0: Damn it! I was gonna take Baltimore too, but I'll take Tennessee in the points because I think we need to like have I I I don't feel great about. This game, I would never bet yeah. it. Yeah, I would. St- yeah,
1: oh, although this feels like Baltimore should be like nine, nine. Yeah, and it's a half it's like an overreaction there. to last week, and I think you're right. I think, I right. Like I think
0: l- last week was a last week was a weird. Like there was a monsoon, it's it's impossible to.
1: I think Tennessee can keep it within ten points on this game. I'm just not like six and a half. it's not it's not, it's not enough for me. I don't
0: know if Tennessee's good or not. I'm confused. I
1: don't I don't know either. I, I'm not sure. Uh, Cincinnati on to the next one. Yeah. Cincinnati plus one and a half in Washington. This is this is
0: disrespectful to Washington. Washington's been playing real their hearts out. Are you going to tell me that a team that got their asses handed to them by the Steelers last week is is only only getting a point and a half? I love washington in this game i love the washington football team to win this game i think we're gonna see the greatest alex smith game of his life i can't say that with a straight face i mean i'll take
1: washington but i don't like it uh i don't like this one either i i I feel like one and a half points is uh, maybe this game is close i guess i i can see either team kind of blowing each other out or something here Um, you know who
0: has given up on football entirely aj green that dude yeah, used to be a monster. I think he might be done. Yo, I watched he he had a catch on the sideline. He yeah. didn't even try to put his feet in bounds. Like he he's just too, he's so injured and banged he, up. he's is right? like LeVar
1: Ball or uh uh Le'Veon Bell.
0: Yeah, he's he's I think he's over getting hit. I he's, yeah, he's broke. He I plays broke. this he plays the sidelines, but he can't even get his feet in. That dude is wash. Like it is it's
1: it's it's pretty it's pretty intense. Uh I'm glad you took uh, Washington, Chris, because that that' Easily allows me to take Cincinnati and Joey backdoors here uh, to not only cover but win this game. Okay. All right. Uh, Philadelphia plus three in Cleveland. This one is this one is doing a, a some sort of a mind meld on uh, on me because I like I I don't even know how you uh, you gamble on either of these teams right now because they're both should be way better than they are. They're terrible um offensively defensively it's so inconsistent here and whatnot i I don't know if you just take the three points with philly on the road like how how cleveland i think is a legit six and three
0: i i miles is good miles garrett is that his name uh is good i think nick chubb is the greatest football player in the history of the nfl (laughs) you have to take cleveland now (laughs) i love me some cleveland i'm i'm riding high on cleveland i think they finished the season strong
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I think I, sort are of they well out. coached?
0: I can't tell, but like the Nick, the, the Nick Chubb Kareem hunt backfield is just, it's, it's almost like Odell Beckham, like kind of. Clot like forcing them to pass the ball less has helped Baker Mayfield and gives him yeah. more options. Oh, totally! The oh, backfield. absolutely. Taking the ball out of his hands, he doesn't I, have to make, you know, yeah. They got to yeah, get rid of his ass because like Landry's never gonna like pressure anything. He just wants to. They should like they should get rid of o- Odell Beckham Jr. and get like Robbie Anderson, some dude who's just fine catching like four balls, getting targeted five times, and just let Baker like not fucking cook, like let Baker. Just not shoot himself in the foot. So he's a sous chef. I like, yeah, yeah, he's a (laughs) (laughs)
1: chef. Let Baker (laughs) cut. Although this is also the perfect like Philly game where they win this one and sort of see a little better control. Yeah, Carson Wentz is still not shit, good dude. enough,
0: you know. That's fuck
1: fuck them. I can't. I can't. This, the, the division, I, can we bet on division NFC East winner to be like under 7 games? Oh, I if that bet's out there, I I think I think it, it right? I mean, was I think it was like earlier, but I don't know if five, it's still available. Yeah. Like can we even say 5 maybe? I do Is it G-Man at plus 300? Like is that a thing? Could you? Would I you, think so. Yeah, four hundred or something. I think that's a spicy kind of. That's a, that's, just a a, temp- that's a little tempting. It's a very tempting. They though.
0: each play really hard teams coming
1: up. Danny Dimes. So. Danny Dimes is coming on here. I love watching that bit. kid run. I'm telling you. I
0: hope he's a running back before his career's
1: over. <laughs> he's like the
0: reverse Tannehill. Yeah, it would be great, right? <laughs> it wouldn't it be great if he just made a RB turn for his last two seasons. Playing for playing for New England. <laughs> just Danny Dimes in the fucking uh, fullback
1: yeah um all right detroit like every every week detroit only has spreads they don't they never have an over under a money line i don't understand what the what the problem is with detroit. It's because it's always like detroit you can't see
0: the beard nor the pencil when he wears the neck gator and so it's it throws up vegas they don't know how to put an <laughs> over under or a money line on it stay the <laughs> so fuck de- away from detroit 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 we bet Detroit D- yester last week at plus four. It ended you at plus did. three. And and oh. plus three is where they like they, they broke they actually ended up being a push. So yeah. so uh, Detroit's a fucking stay away. Do not bet this team. Like Detroit plus one and a half
1: on the road in Carolina. We're both taking Carolina. Fuck then, yes,
0: dude. Detroit's right. a fucking mindfuck.
1: I can't. Which, that which team means anymore. they're gonna win this game and they're For just sure. gonna fucking Because with, they're yeah. they're the matrix, dude. I don't understand that team at all. <laughs> all right. Uh Late afternoon games, Miami minus three and a half on the road in Denver. Is this your lock of the week, Chris?
0: Oh, fucking Drew Lock. <laughs> Rest in peace, Drew Lock. I mean, this feels like such an easy Miami three and a half. How is this right? even like three and a half? I know. It this moves me. to five by game by by kickoff. It has to.
1: Yeah. I think for now, three and a half. I'm I'll take Miami, but I feel like this could be Denver sort of upset here um, for some reason. You should. I feel like you should be taking the home dog in this one, but I'm, I'll stay with Miami because I'm on a roll with them. Yeah, uh, I'm, just gonna
0: copy, I'm just going to copy you. Uh, okay, so we've got the Jets against the Chargers in this next one, and the Jets are getting eight and a half points. Yep. Here's a weird Yeah. One. Have you seen the NFL does a pregame with like... It's, it's like that slick coach that used to be for the 49ers, maybe the Rams, I don't know, and then like... Michael Irvin, and then the, like uh, the grumpy bald guy who used to be on ESPN. I, do you know what I'm talking about? Like the NFL channel has like a pregame Sunday pregame show. The,
1: oh yeah, Steve Mariucci and yeah, uh, Mariucci, that uh, guy.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his name. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah, then the
0: yeah. who, who who's that bald announcer that used to be on ESPN, but now he's on the NFL Chancer? channel he's oh he's
1: oh it's oh, oh, unnecess- like their insider guy he's
0: unnecessarily bitter anyway uh they do a lock of the week which is the stupidest fucking thing and of course they're like oh and it's going to be 27 23 but michael Irvin gets the first pick of lock of the week every week and he just takes whoever's playing against the jets because they're tanking and he <laughs> acts like such a cunt about it it's so funny. It drives everybody crazy. Like, he's he's perfect this season. And I just happened to catch it last week for the first time. And he was like, and they, they were like, well, who are you going to take since the, since the Jets aren't playing? And he was like, uh, Green Bay against Jacksonville, you assholes. And he has, like, a big golden key. And he rubs it in their faces. It's fucking, it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. He just oh gloats. He's he could do no wrong. Just Mariucci no wrong. just over there stewing. Well, I'm gonna yeah. take the Steelers then because it's uh, <laughs> just not fair. And so anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Michael Irvin this week. Give me the Chargers minus eight and a half. I think they can I think they can have a rebound game. I think the Jets are purposefully losing.
1: The, J- the Chargers need to win one of these freaking games here and stuff. Although eight and a half feels like a lot That's of points. a lot of points.
0: It's a lot a of lot points. A lot of
1: points. Like, I feel like the Jets can cover this one. It's going to be close because the Chargers defense is terrible. Is In fact, terrible.
0: I'm going to go with your road dogs. I'm switching this up. Give me the Jets at plus eight and a half. I, okay. All right. Um, I think Crowder's back.
1: Crowder's back. Yeah, I, I, this feels like, man, you know what? I'll, I'll go against you. I'll, sti- I'll, st- I'll stick with the Chargers then for just a... Uh, for just to do it, I guess uh, to be miserable and see, um, and and the, it's the one time the Jets will actually, uh, 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 actually. You know what? I I picked against them against New England, and they and they covered that one too. So I, I guess <laughs> whatever. Who cares anymore? <laughs> Green Bay plus two and a half in Indianapolis.
0: Oh, this is this is Vegas fucking with your head because if this line was four and a half, you'd be like, I, I it doesn't
1: even make sense. How is is Aaron Rodgers injured? Like what's happening here? I'm 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 actually just double checking this now because I'm like, how's this possible? This is that the real line? Green Bay plus two and a half still on DraftKings. How the fuck? I'm hitting I'm hitting Green Bay. I'm not like buying you, Indianapolis. I know. It seems they just, like they, you like, would
0: you, it seems like you would take Green Bay. They beat every like
1: hmm. They're not I listen, I don't think Green Bay's that great I think Vegas is
0: fucking with my head right now. Like I, is someone injured? What I uh, for sure take Maybe? Green Bay.
1: Yeah. The, uh uh, so Indianapolis. Confused. I mean, they they whooped Tennessee last week. So who cares? Oh, who cares? That like, doesn't mean anything. Uh, Green. I'm, I'm still not buying Indianapolis. I can't. I like. They're, I don't think they're that good. I don't. Phillip Rivers is garbage. So the colt,
0: the sharps have been taking the Colts a lot, and 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 in fact, that they tried to swing Vegas when they played, uh, Baltimore two weeks ago, and it didn't work. This feels like another fucking sharp yeah, turn. Right? Like the sharps need to get off Indy. I like Green Bay.
1: Great. Lock and step. Uh, Dallas plus seven in Minnesota. Now, the Red Rider is back, apparently, as the quarterback for Dallas, although that's probably a bad idea. Should I should just I like this,
0: Gilbert. I like that Gilbert kid. He's really. um
1: douche. Rhymes with Dilbert, the comic strip guy. Yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> you know, I used to write a I'll, comic strip. <laughs> I, Minnesota, I mean, this feels like Minnesota easy minus seven here. Like, they could just run cook all day long. I think the defense, Minnesota's defense is coming on enough here. I, this does feel like a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a trap game though with, with Dallas maybe kind of getting a little, a little bit of juice just to keep it set. And sevens like it, it's a touchdown, right? So it's it, maybe this is a break even game, the, but I'm going to take, and, and, and I thought I was going to go a lot of, I was going to, I thought I was going to go dogs heavy this week, but it's, I think it's turned out to be the opposite. I'm going to take my Minnesota at home. Yeah. I,
0: I said it last week. I like Minnesota. I think this team makes the playoffs.
1: They yep. they their defense
0: looked good last week. And I know it's against a <laughs> shitty team, but like they felt like they were really doing genuine pressure and I don't and Nick Foles just did not know where to throw the ball. I think they had like one for second half first down. Like I and I know Chicago stinks, but like so does Dallas. So give me Minnesota at home.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Sunday night Two games left. We really did this, Chris. I love these games.
0: I love these games. These are, these are, I'm so looking forward to night games this week. I like Thursday night. I like Sunday night. I like Monday night. I'm really good. Yeah, primetime games. Sunday night, Kansas
1: City minus six and a half in Vegas. Vegas won this game the first time these two
0: teams met. Yep. They crushed them. They want you to think that this is going to be a huge over with 56 and a half. Take the under, but take KC. They're, They're getting disrespected with six and a half points. That's a fucking, that's, that that's a gift. That's a gift from gambling gods. Right.
1: There. Uh, yeah. I, I can't see that, that Vegas is going to lose to, to Oakland twi- or Vegas twice in, in the same season. Uh, I, although it wouldn't shock me if it does, they might just be a bad matchup for Kansas city, you know, with, with the way cars playing in the offense and whatnot. But, uh, I'm, I, I you can't, I can't The not, team that makes the go. most
0: mistakes go. might lose this game. There's a, there's a, there is that thing, but, uh, Oh, Cold Cuts just uh, texted all of us and asked who the Knicks are getting tonight. I'll just send him a link to this podcast. He's got to get through an hour and a half of handicap, but he'll get there. Uh, Rams at Tampa
1: Bay. What do you like, Chris? Rams plus three on the road. Uh, listen, I coming off that Seattle game, I think they're overrated. I don't think their offense is that good. I don't think their defense is really that good. Um, But they they always play Seattle very well. Like I, I think the Rams are... I still don't understand how they're winning a lot of games here and stuff. I'm happy to take Tampa minus three.
0: I like the Rams defense. I think, I think Tom Brady, anytime he's pressured fall, like in in, into himself. I like Aaron Donald to have a big game. I like Jalen Ramsey to have a big game. This feels like an easy Tampa Bay loss to me.
1: Yeah, I, listen. There's a there's a there's a pathway here for the Rams to win and, and actually probably maybe come out of the out of the NFC as the as the best record even potentially here. And the road, um, the road goes through Antonio Brown. Oh God. Uh. Yeah. Like the, the Ram the Rams. I, it's, it wouldn't surprise me if the Rams win ten games because I, I they just keep winning somehow. So um. I don't. This game's a hard one for me to call. I'll just take <laughs> I'll take Tampa at home. We started
0: just in we ended just as confused as we started. I like it, <laughs> oh. Chris. Uh, thanks for doing a Wednesday special. Enjoy the draft, everybody. Uh, see you in the funny pages.
1: Okay. Ah.